Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe lifting weights, knowing our cycles and training with them is the future of women's training. I also believe this training, nutrition and health stuff shouldn't feel so goddamn hard and we should all feel strong and confident. So this is your go-to show for practical information to build a stronger and healthier body. You'll find content on training, nutrition, hormones, and tons of experts who wanna help you get stronger and healthier. I am your teacher, Amy Bow, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. Warrior Woman, welcome back to the podcast. This is episode 105. Today, we're going to talk about how to confidently choose the right weights in your training. So last month... In my monthly newsletter, which is called Warrior Words. So Warrior Words is a monthly newsletter with exclusive education on relevant training topics to really help you develop greater confidence in your training. So each month, you know, we have a theme and it comes with, you know, a long form newsletter and it's sent straight to your inbox. And last month, I... Um, we had the topic of, you know, are you choosing the right weights in your training? Uh, And so if you want to sign up for the newsletter, just click the link in the show notes that will take you to uh, my Warrior School page. And then on the page is a newsletter sign up box. So whack your email in there. And then the first week of each month, you will get a newsletter straight to your inbox. So this topic of confidently choosing the right weights in your training came up a few weeks ago. Carson and I were eating dinner and I was talking about my podcast and how I wanted to do more solo episodes uh, on, you know, very relevant training topics to help you develop greater confidence in your training, and just to help you more with your training strategy. So I mentioned, uh, you know, a few uh, podcast topic ideas that I had planned earlier that day. And then I asked if he had any ideas. And he said, how about how to choose the right weights in your training? And, you know, I loved it. I loved this uh, topic idea which is why I keep him around. He's also my podcast editor and my financial advisor. (laughs) And of course, he's my lover and my partner. That's why I also keep him around. But he tends to have really cool ideas when it comes to very simple, powerful uh, topics. So he mentioned this and I was like, I love it. And so I did my monthly newsletter on it, uh, our monthly event, Inside Warrior School, uh, which was just the other day, was on this topic. So we spoke all about, uh, you know, how do I know if I'm ready to add weight 
to my training, you know, how do I choose the right weights and how do I progress um, my weights in my training? And it was an epic uh, event with loads of really super cool questions from my warriors. So I thought that I would jump on and I would record a podcast episode on this topic because I think a lot of women can get really stuck. Uh, And Carson actually mentioned it because earlier that day he was having a conversation with one of his female clients. And she said, look, I just, you know, I don't feel very confident to pick my weights uh, or to go up in weight. So this is what we're going to talk about today because all too often I see women really not getting stronger because they don't know how to progress their training. Uh, They don't feel confident in choosing the right weights or they don't even know when, you know, to add more weight. So we're going to talk about some key things that we really need to look at and how we can confidently choose the right weights in our training so we can, you know, get stronger uh, and build muscle and feel really great in our body. So the first place we're going to start is that body weight strength and mobility is the foundation in which all of your training should be built upon. So before you reach for the weights, you need to master the technique of the movement without weight. It's so important. So I believe body weight strength and mobility is the foundation. It's the base of our pyramid. Uh, So I speak a lot about building our foundation. And there is definitely a foundation of training needs are for women. And I actually want to talk a little bit about this foundation of training needs for women. I think it's really important uh, to understand that. And then we'll actually look at how we can confidently uh, choose the weights in our training. So there is this foundation of training needs. And at the base of their foundation, we really need uh, good movement patterns. We need mobility. We need to understand uh, technical execution. We need to work on our volume. We need to work on our stability, uh, how to create tension. And that's at the base. So when women come into warrior school, we're working on their training foundation. I'm teaching them how to rebuild their body from essentially the ground up. So we do a lot of mobility work, a lot of stability work, a lot of body weight strength work. You know, I believe our body is a tool and we need to know how to use it. So we have to earn the right to add the weight. And the way that we earn the right is through mobility and body weight strength, through learning the movement pattern, uh, being able to technically execute that movement pattern. So all of my women start with this, you know, I call it my own special blend to body weight strength training. They work on flexibility and they learn basic movement patterns because the more range that you have and the more control in that range, you can recruit more muscles, which means you're going to get stronger. So the more mobility, the the better access you have to the full movement pattern, 
the stronger you will get. So whether you have a goal to do like a push-up, a pull-up, or a really um, heavy squat, there are standards and qualities you need to achieve before you add a bunch of weight. Like I said, you need to earn the right to add the weight to an exercise. So at the start, we need to focus on getting the most out of each movement or movement variation at body weight before changing or adding in a new variation or even adding weight. So this is why body weight strength training is a key piece in warrior school. And a lot of my women spend a really, you know, good six, nine, 12 months on mobility and body weight strength training. They are learning to master the technique of the pattern with control, uh, stability. They're learning about things like tension. And so there's a lot of scope in that, in body weight strength. And there are a lot of standards and qualities and progressions that we can work on with our own body before we even think about adding weight to the movement. So I want you to ask yourself, you know, with your training right now, do you have access to the movement, to the full range of the movement? Are you working on your mobility and your flexibility? Uh, Is it slow and controlled? So you're learning how to create tension, uh, stability. Okay, so after we've spent time on mastering the technique of a movement without the weight, we can then look at starting to increase either the complexity of the movement, or we can look at adding weight to it. So how do we get strong? Well, we need to train hard and, you know, we need to train complex movements or we need to lift heavy. So once the technique is mastered, it really comes down to giving the body the right stimulus, meaning, you know, we need to, uh, lift weights, you know, lift a weight that is heavy enough or increase the complexity of the exercise to force our muscles to adapt and grow stronger. So there are many ways to find, you know, the right weight for an exercise. We could, and we're going to look at them. Yeah. Technical max reps in reserve. But before we look at them, here's really my take on it. It's mostly a matter of being able to make it harder So each time you train. So once we've built that foundation, we've got good movement patterns. uh, You know, we've created the stability in the body from, you know, a nervous system perspective. We're recovering well. We really want to just make it harder. Now, harder can be increasing the weight or the volume. So the reps and the sets, manipulating the tempo. So faster or slower. Uh, We can also manipulate the rest periods. Uh, We can look at demanding more quality from the movement. We can increase the complexity of the movement. So when we're training, there are some key things that, you know, we can focus on that makes the training harder. And it 
isn't always about the weight. Now, today in our episode, we're really going to focus on, you know, how do we confidently choose the right weight? So how do we know when we are ready to add weight to our training? So there's a couple of things that we can look at. So the first one is the movement that you're doing can help you determine the weight that you use. Uh, For example, you know, the weight uh, you use should really correspond to the strength of the muscles that you're working. So for example, our legs, uh, like our glutes, our quads, our hamstrings, you know, our hips, they're very powerful. So we can probably go heavier uh, with those movements. And our legs and our hips really like big compound movements. They actually love uh, moving a lot of load. Whereas our upper body, our shoulders, they actually like and crave complexity. Uh, And what do I mean by that? So with the women in warrior school, when we look at making their training harder when it comes to the upper body, we actually stay with body weight strength training. I don't do a lot of... Uh, lifting of weights with their upper body because the scope of what we can do with our own body, uh, especially when it comes to the upper body, is so huge. Uh, The way that we can develop the push-up or the row or the pull-up, the body actually craves that complexity and the body weight strength, the gymnastic strength training when it comes to the upper body, whereas our lower body really craves us to lift heavy weights. Uh, and so this, the exercise that you're doing will help you determine the weight that you use. So if you're working your lower body, you probably will be able to lift more weight than your upper body. Well, not probably. I know that you will be able to lift more weight with your lower body than your upper body. And then the second thing we need to look at is what what are you after in your training? You know, what are you training for? What's the stimulus that you really want? So for a lot of women that I work with, you know, they're building their foundation and they are, you know, they they feel like they're ready to add weights. Now, we we really want to go slow uh, with adding weight in. Same as, you know, if we do stuff with our nutrition to create our nutrition strategy, we're going slow. I do the same thing with training. So for example, if a woman that I'm working with has been working on her squat for a while and she's been working her own body through the movement pattern and she's ready to add load, just because I've been doing this for so long, uh, I can recommend a weight for her. But how do I teach her? about choosing the weight. One of the key ways that we do it inside Warrior School is reps in reserve. I find this the most powerful um, over uh, percentages or another thing I really like is technical max. So when I was Olympic weightlifting, uh, we didn't really do a lot of percentage work, which is what they do in Olympic lifting and powerlifting. So they'll take your 1RM, which is like your max, in a lift and then you'll work at a percentage of that max. So that's super common. But my coach, he would love to work to a technical max for that day. So, you know, we show up, we warm up, we work into, you know, our main, our main volume or sets or strength piece for that day. And we're finding our technical max. 
Uh, and so the technical max is the weight that you can lift without it changing your technique. Uh, and that's another way that I do like to work with my women in warrior school is can you still keep that checklist? You know, if you're adding weight, can you still um, move well through the movement pattern, slow, controlled, um, have access to the full range? And that's, that's a really cool way to work. Uh, we'll talk about reps in reserve and I'll take you through the scale and when we should use it. All right, so my woman, she's ready to add load. And without me telling her <laughs> what to add, uh, how do we find the weight? So reps in reserve, it's on a scale. And we can scale it from like zero to four to five, or some. sometimes I've seen them from zero to 10. But I'm going to use a scale from zero to four to five and we're going to start at four to five and four to five reps in reserve means like lightweight baby like this is just a warm-up where we can pretty much keep like um you know it's fast it's uniform uh speed with all of the reps it's like what we would use for our warm-up sets or technique work uh, so this is often what my women are doing when we're learning the movement pattern. You know, our reps in reserve are four or five or even higher when we're really learning the pattern and how to control ourselves through the pattern. Then we've got three to four, and that's pretty easy. You know, pretty easy peasy, three to four reps left in the tank. So it's pretty smooth sailing. Uh, the movement... Uh, is very uniform as well and it's great for building upsets so what I mean by that is you know say we have our main strength piece which is our squats and we might have five sets of four reps for our squats at a certain weight and we want to build up to get to that working weight for all of those uh, sets and reps so we want to we want to build up and we want to make sure that we have like three or four reps left in our tank uh, or if you know we want to do <clears throat> some deload weeks or we want to go easier, having three or four reps left uh, is a great place to work. And then having two to three reps left, it's like I got this. You know, I feel confident that I've got two to three rep reps left in the tank. Um, the reps can get a little slower over time and in the hardest, you know, in the hardest part of the movement, but we know we can do all of the reps. And this is really effective reps for muscle gains, uh, working to, you know, I know I've got two or three left in me. And then one to two, it's still like I got this, you know, I'm pretty confident I've got one to two reps left in the tank. Uh, the reps can get slower over time and in the hardest part of the movement. So if we're talking about the squat, you know, they can be, it can be a bit slower coming up out of the bottom, but we know we can do all of the reps. And this is uh, a really cool uh, range to be in for, again, muscle gain and strength gains. And then we've got zero to one. So this is a bit of a, like a pain face. We're near like, you know, max effort. We're like up at 90%. We have maybe have one rep left in the tank. Uh, and we feel like, is this ever going to end? It's like pretty slow uh, getting back up out of the bottom. And this is like strength work. Um, 
and you know we want to work up here when we're really working that zero to six rep range for strength gains. We want to have that maybe one rep left in the tank. Uh, it can cause some nervous system fatigue uh, and it can be quite hard on the nervous system, but we want to go there for strength gains. And then we've got zero, which is like, shit, <laughs> I got zero reps in reserve and it's like a grind, baby. We feel like we could fail, um, you know, we go very slow, we should have a spotter there. Uh, and it's really for advanced women who have had a, a training practice for a long time. They mostly use this when they test their 1RMs and there's a lot of nervous system fatigue. So that's a scale that we can use that can help us choose the weights. So when we're learning uh, or we're coming from this place of just using our body and we started to add weights, we really want to be in this place of like two to three reps in reserve left in the tank. So you know confidently that you're going to be able to do all of your reps and you have two to three reps left in the tank. So for a woman, you know, she chooses a weight and she'll start doing her warm up sets and she's like, oh yeah, like I could probably do another four or five. Now I will say that if we're early on in our practice, it can be really hard for us to determine, you know, how much we really have left in the tank. And this just comes with practice, like being 10, 12 years deep into, you know, my practice. Uh, I know really confidently that I really only have one or two reps or that I really have three or four reps in the tank. So it does take some practice, some trial and error for us to build that confidence and that understanding of what does it really mean for us to have, you know, two to three reps left in the tank. Uh, so we want to be working around that two to three reps. So we're going to choose a weight, especially when we get to our working sets, where every set we know that we could probably do two or three uh, with quality form, um, you know, full range of motion where we don't have a breakdown in our technique. And that, that's, that's a starting point. So for example, you know, a woman that is going to add weight to her squat, I often get her to start to do like a goblet squat. So she's actually holding weight in front of her before we even go to a bar on her back. So there's a whole like process and method even behind how we would work in the weight. And the reason for that is it depends on her shoulder mobility um, and what's going on with her thoracic spine. So, you know, in her upper back, whether or not she can um, hold the bar well. But if we put a bar on our back sometimes with, uh, well, like poor thoracic mobility or strength or poor shoulder mobility, uh, it can often um, change the movement pattern uh, and so I start my women with goblet squats, so holding a weight in front of them. It helps keep the torso more upright and we can start to add load to the squat. So for a lot of my women, you know, they may start with like 20, 25 pounds uh, for like their first weight for their squat. And now that in kilos is like, you know, 10 to 12 kilos. And that might be know pretty easy uh, and so I get them to to rate you know how did that feel could you do you know if, if you could do three or four more 
uh, on every set. Uh, that means next week, you know, we want to go up in weight and we really want to work around that two to three rep range of um, our reps in reserve. So I'm not going to go into any more detail about like how I would um, progress their weights, but I invite you to really think about these reps in reserve. Like when you're training now, where are you on the scale? And are you working this two to three um, rep range? Because that's going to be the most effective for your muscle gains and strength gains, even working up to, you know, only having one to two, like two reps left in the tank is a pretty cool place to be. Uh, And then thinking about, you know, when you're squatting and you're starting to add load, uh, you know, is squatting with a bar serving you? Or could you go back to squatting with the weight in front of you and really building out a really cool, strong movement pattern in a goblet position and working up and uh, in weight there before you look at adding weight um, on a bar in your back squat. So there are like two go-to progressions once you've started to add weight. Uh, Linear progression and linear periodization. Uh, another way we can kind of talk about it is uh, like volume. You know, we want to turn up the volume without burning ourselves out or causing injury. And this is why the reps in reserve is really cool. Uh, and it um, can really help us move well without doing too much of like junk volume um, or causing injury. So volume is really the amount of work done in a workout. So it's referring the total weight lifted in the training session. So uh, the amount of volume we can handle will depend on where we are in our training journey, you know, the state of our nervous system and how well we're recovering. But as you become stronger, volume really must continue to increase to keep the training effective. So when adjusting the training volume, uh, we can look at like changing the sets and reps first, as well as you know, the accessory work included. We can also look at that. But let's just focus on like the three different ways to increase our volume between training sessions. So the first way is we can lift more weight. So one session you do four sets of six reps, say at like 100 pounds, which is like, you know, 40 something kilos. And then the next workout, you can do four sets of six reps with 105 pounds or, you know, that's like 50 kilos. The second way is you can lift the same weight for more reps per set. So we could do four, um, yeah, four sets uh, with eight reps instead of six reps at that same weight. Or we can perform more sets. So, you know, instead of doing four sets at six reps with 100 pounds, we could do five sets at six reps with the same weight. So there's many ways that we can manipulate the volume. But basically, when we're making it harder, we want to try and turn up the volume uh, in the session to progressively overload uh, the body. Now, there's two ways that we can do this. We can do like a linear progression, which is, let's say the program says six reps. We can add 2.5 to 5 kilos to the bar each week to make linear progress on the reps. But We get to a certain point and then we stop making progress. We can't just uh, keep going forever and have a, you know, 
300 kilo squat. It doesn't work that way. So then we could do like linear periodization and the form of progression works from block to block, not week to week. So we could do more block work. So week one, we might do six reps at X weight. And then week two, we add 2.5 to 5 kilos for say, we do four reps at X weight. And then week three, we add another 2.5 to 5 kilos. And maybe we do two reps at X weight. So then in the following three weeks, we start week one higher than we did in the first block. And so this is like linear periodization where it's like a little bit of a wave system uh, that we can use to help us confidently uh, choose our weights. Now, for a lot of females, when it comes to like back squatting um, and increasing our weights, we want to work around this like 2.5 to 5 kilos um, increases. And I find, uh, and the researchers found that that works really well um, in helping us progress uh, in our training. We don't want to take too little a jump or too high a jump. And again, this is where this reps in reserve comes back and can really help us um, understand, you know, how many we have in reserve uh, and if we are going too light or too heavy in our training. So when, you know, when we've started to add weight, how do we know if we're ready to increase our weight? Well, it comes back to that checklist. We're always asking ourselves, uh, at this weight, have I, can I still master the technique of the movement? Am I still going to, you know, through full range of motion? Am I performing the movement with control? Uh, and, you know, what's my, what's my stimulus that I'm intending? Uh, and what I mean by that is, when it comes to training, if, you know, strength training is like zero to six reps uh, and then like uh, hypertrophy training is around like that eight to 12 or 15 rep range. So, and it also depends again on the movement that we're doing. So for myself in warrior school, a lot of my like accessory work is around that like eight to 12 rep range and then a lot of my strength work is low like low rep range that you know two to six uh rep range so we need to be aware of the stimulus that we're uh we want to create um and that we want to achieve in our training uh just thinking if we want to talk through anything else uh when it comes to confidently choosing I think ultimately it comes down to listening to your body and some trial and error. You know, it can take a little bit of experimenting to find the right weight for that exercise. Um, so, and whether you go for five pound weights or 50, it all depends on your level of experience. So if you're just starting out, it's a good idea not to increase the weight too fast. Uh, so you can really make sure that you're like nailing the quality of the movement and all the warriors in warrior school will know that you know, the quality of the movement is number one for me. Yes, of course, when we start to lift heavier, we get a little bit breakdown of technique and that's okay. But it's like my number one is can I move with quality through full range of motion and keep control of my own body? And if I can't do that, I haven't earned the right to lift that weight. Uh, but what I often find is that a lot of women uh, hold themselves back 
in their training. They actually uh, don't add enough weight, especially once they've built their foundation. Uh, and this is why having a coach, you know, is is really important, especially, you know, if they can help teach you how to confidently choose your weights, you know, why we're doing that. And that's a big part of Warrior School is that I really am teaching women like how to train, you know, how do we think about choosing our weights? You know, when do we know when we can add more weight? Uh, but what I see a lot is that a lot of women actually don't push hard enough in their training. And this is the real problem. This is why we're not getting strong or building muscle or getting the results that we want is because we don't push ourselves hard enough. Uh, so if you're feeling ready to take it to the next level, like go ahead, challenge yourself with heavier weights. Uh, I think that's so important as long as you use your checklist. And this is why I get all my women in warrior school to video themselves, uh, not only for myself, because I watch it and give them feedback. Uh, and then that helps me also uh, program the weights for them, but they can watch themselves uh, and they get to learn about, you know, how they're moving and they get to coach themselves and see, you know, if their technique is great or their range is great. So I would highly recommend, you know, if you don't film yourself training, film yourself and watch it and, and really ask yourself, you know, do I really only have like two or three reps left or, you know, does it like feel or look pretty easy? You know, how's my technique? How's my range? How are all of those things on the checklist? And remember, heavy or light means heavy or light to you. Okay, so it isn't based on what your friend uses or what I use or someone on social media uses. If you want results, you've got to focus on what you need to use to challenge yourself and don't worry about what someone else is lifting. I think that's really important. Okay, so if, yeah, I think, I reckon that's enough. I think that's loads of information. If you're at this point in your training where you're thinking about adding weight or sometimes you're not sure whether to go up in weight, use that checklist. Uh, video yourself so you can see uh, how the body's moving and then use reps in reserve and that scale uh, to support you. And we really want to be working in that two to three reps in reserve to help us build strength and to build muscle. Now, you know, we could go way deeper uh, into this, but I think this is a great place to start uh, when it comes to, you know, confidently choosing weights uh, in your training. Always remember that the quality of the movement matters over, you know, the quantity and, you know, how much weight that you're lifting. Okay, Warrior Woman, uh, as always, you know, if you enjoyed the episode share it with another warrior who might need some help in choosing her weights. Um, I should have probably went through some examples. I'm going to go through some examples before we sign off. Okay, so I went through a little bit of an example with the squat. And so a lot of my women, and we'll just go goblet squat. So that's holding the weight in front of you. So a lot of the women that I start, uh, when they start adding weight, often they'll start at like 20, 25 pounds. And then what we do is we try and go up, you know, two to five pounds uh, in weight, or we try and do more reps or sets at that weight. So there's a couple of ways that we can manipulate it. And I want you to remember that it doesn't mean you have to go up 
every week, but are you adding more volume to the training? So, and I went through those three different ways we can add more volume uh, just before. And so that's where they kind of start with their goblet squat. If they're looking at their back squat, we just start with the bar. As I said, the back squat with like the bar on our back can change uh, the movement pattern, especially if we haven't done it before. The mind-muscle connection, um, putting a bar on our back can be a little off. So we need to practice uh, with the bar. And then from there, uh, depending on what I'm seeing and how it's going, you know, we might be able to add five pounds a side uh, and start there. And then again, the, the step that I take is at that weight, can I work on my volume and increase my volume a bit more? And then I go up in weight, then we drop the volume back down a little bit more. And that's like the cycle that I like to cycle through. And so, you know, she might be starting with the bar might be 35 or 45 pounds, depending if it's a male or a female bar, which is like 15 or 20 kilos. Um, I'm so proud. I'm so good at the converting of the kilos and the pounds now. Uh, and then she might add, yeah, like five pounds a side, which could be, you know, the two, 2.5 kilos or 10 pounds a side. If everything looks pretty good and she can keep her checklist, then we just slowly um, increase the weight by that 2.5 to 5 kilos um, or that, you know, 5 to 10 pounds. Uh, take, for example, the deadlift or a hinge, like an RDL movement. Uh, we're practicing it with our own body and maybe some single leg variations. And then I get her to start working with the bar. And so we just start with the bar. And then from here, um, this one's pretty strong for a lot of women. And a lot of my women love deadlifting or doing RDLs. So, you know, we might put five pounds on each side or 10 pounds on each side. And same principle, we're going to increase that by like that 2.5 to 5 kilos or that, you know, 5 to 10 pounds. Um, or we're going to play with the volume of maybe doing some more reps or more sets um, each week. And so you just need to find, you know, where you're going to start with the movement. And then the key thing is if you want to progress and you want to get stronger, uh, use your reps in reserve, make sure um, you're using your checklist. Uh, and then when it comes to the upper body stuff, you know, if I'm developing out her push-up or her pull-up, uh, we're really focusing on other things. Um, we're making the, more, the movement harder through like complexity, through tempo, through reps and sets, uh, we're not so much adding load when it comes to like the push-up or the pull-up because we're using our own body. Uh, so just something to think about as well. Okay, Warrior Woman, I hope that was helpful. If you do have any questions about choosing weights in your training, uh, let me know. I would love if you sent this to another warrior, if you know you might think that she would find it helpful or Tag me with your biggest takeaway on Instagram. I always love to hear, uh, you know, something that resonated with you from the podcast episode. But I hope it was really helpful. You know, for a lot of us, we're going to be at this place of body weight, strength training and mobility and flexibility for a while. And if you find that you're not progressing in your training or you're getting injured, I invite you to go back to that place of, okay, can I actually uh, check this checklist off, you know, do I, you know, can I do it with my own body? And then maybe start to slowly increase your weights again, uh, which can be hard for the mind and the ego, but 
uh, it's so worth it when you go back and rebuild your foundation. All right, warrior, um, I will see you soon. Warrior Woman, you can listen to these episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. Please give it love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, tag me in it on Instagram with your biggest takeaways.